Welcome to Mastering Your Exit Strategy. I'm your host, Christine Trumbull, a certified exit planning advisor, CPA, and certified tax strategist. I've spent the last 30 years working with owners to grow and scale their businesses, and then went on to help my own husband grow his. After his passing, I moved to the next chapter, ensuring seamless transitions for family-owned and closely held businesses. Each week, we are talking to experts about growth and transition, so you can not only simplify exiting your business, but also get as much wealth out of your business as possible. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. And welcome to Mastering Your Exit Strategy. I'm Christine Trumbull, and I'm here with Scott Snyder. Scott is the president of the Exit Planning Institute and the operating partner of Snyder Premier Growth, a small family investment company. Since joining EPI, Scott has expanded the organization regionally, nationally, and globally, providing a transformational educational experience to advisors from all specialties across the globe. Scott is a nationally recognized industry leader, growth specialist, and lifetime entrepreneur. At 24, he sold his first business to a strategic buyer, his first exit, and joined forces with Chris Snyder's private exit planning and M&A firm, Aspire Management, who at the time was looking to dominate Northeast Ohio's exit planning space. Within one year, Scott took Aspire from an unknown startup to one of the most influential boutique advisory firms in Cleveland. With their passion for business strategy and serving owners and advisors alike, Snyder and Snyder purchased the Exit Planning Institute, introduced the value acceleration methodology, wrote an award-winning book, and effectively increased the business size by 10 times. Scott thrives on helping advisors learn how to educate clients, achieve market distinction, and deliver real results. In 2018, Snyder released his first book, Fishing for Value, a short story of succession planning, business growth, and exit, which is a case study ebook that helps owners and advisors tackle the common problems that arise when an entrepreneur recognizes that transition is approaching on the horizon, which is a great book, and it's a great story, Um, but thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Yeah, you got me smiling because we're actually celebrating, my dad and I, Chris, are celebrating 10 years this year of purchasing uh, EPI together. So congratulations. It's it's really cool. Thank you. It's really cool to, you know, I don't know, it's kind of awkward, I guess, always hearing your own bio read, but at the same time, it's like a a blast from the past, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because my dad and I are very, we were just in a partners meeting yesterday and my, my dad and I are, it's like a very thoughtful year for us. So uh, it's very cool. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And one of the things I was trying to get my Kindle open, but apparently it's going to like give me a hard time right now. But one of the, one of the best lines from your hero in the book, I guess he's a hero, Chuck, who is the business owner looking to, to transition out. Um, I've, I can't say a quote, for, quote it right now, but basically it was, he said something to the effect of, it was easier to start the business than it was to exit the business um, because of what he was going through to try to figure well, out. Emotion, it, right? There's because a lot of emotion, emotion and a lot of things that um, business owners just don't know and things that they don't know that they don't know. <laughs> well, I think all of us are like very, so I tried to make fishing for value, like very much in like a real owner story. So that when an owner's, you know, basically I, I interviewed six different business owners and then took stories from my life and w- as being an owner and basically just jam this like, you know, fictional story together. <laughs> but I do, I think that most owners feel that. And I think that like, if you talk to my dad and I write family business, 
we did a ton of financial uh, planning and estate planning and personal planning uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And particularly if you talk to my dad, he would say that, thank God I have a, an operating partner because I don't know if I could do both because there's, it's so complex. And to your point, like I know how to run a business. I don't know if I really know what a state planning is. Like what's that all about? Right. So it's kind of, kind of uncomfortable. So we push it off, but nonetheless, right. yeah, I think a lot of owners and their business is wildly bigger than it was when they started it in their garage. It's more sure. complex. So the sure. business is more complex. And then as owners were navigating all this stuff that we might've never had to navigate or even think of. So now it's just, I do, I think Chuck sitting there saying, man, it's a lot harder to get out of this thing than it was to get in. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of owners, absolutely, especially when they're looking at that transition time, it's so complex. It's so overwhelming. And like you said, they just push it aside and think that, you know, well, like, like Chuck in the, in the book said, well, I'm just going to, you know, sell it and, and, and just move on. (laughs) Well, this is what, this is such a great point though, because I think you're like an owner listening to this. I think a lot of us feel that we have successful companies, right? Like we make good money. We have nice things. Uh, our company, our company flows nice. It's kind of like it has a nice PL. We have a nice weekly jive. We put out a nice product or service. Our, our customers are seemingly happy and our employees are, you know, stick around and they seemingly like working there. Right. So, but then 10 years, 15 years, 35 years down the road, we go to sell it. And somebody's saying like, that's eh, not worth what you think it is or, Worse yet, it's not worth anything at all. And you're like, what the heck? Right. Like I, I make a few million dollars a year. I have boats, cars. <laughs> like all my people love us. Like we have a great product. We have great customers. But they don't realize that their process is not repeatable or scalable. Right. They don't realize that, yes, you have customers, but you hold the relationship. And most of the business comes from that one customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, employees actually really don't know what they're doing, they could probably be a little bit more optimized with their time or streamlined, uh, or they're re- they do know what they're doing, but they're really tied to the owner. So now they're like, well, if the owner leaves, I'm leaving too, because I'm unsure about what's next. Or I would say, this isn't in Chuck's situation, but there's some owners that on the flip side, they sell their business and then they're sitting there. And I kid you not, last Monday, I had a call with an owner, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Guy calls me, was referred to by one of our SEPAs. And he was a looking to maybe be like a vintage chair or do something post transition. Mm -hmm. And he was struggling. So there's the other owner that has like a really cool exit successful, Mm -hmm. but then has a really crappy personal life. And this guy uh, was in his sixties divorced, uh, but, and his kids were older. So all out of the house, he called me at 9 AM. He's like, Scott, I got a lot of energy for a Monday morning. I was like, yeah, man, like we're kicking off Monday. It's the new year. He's like, man, I miss those days. I'm literally in my boxer shorts playing billiards in my basement by myself. <laughs> I'm like, at 9 a.m.? Like, I've been up for five hours working, you know? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, it's freaking boring. Like, he's like, it's just nice to get a shot of energy, man. Like, I wish I would have planned better. Right. So Chuck is absolutely right. Again, these complex things that are like, man, I'm, I don't think I want to do this. I'll just keep running my business. Right. So, and, yeah, and, and some of the non-complex, like, what am I going to do? with, with 24 hours when I'm not running a business because yeah, you've done it for the last 30 years. What else, you you know, you're not going to play golf all day as much as you think you're going to play golf all day. It's going to, it will get boring. I do. I, and we've all seen that too, where you like, you sell your, you actually do get out of your business. You get a good multiple, 
financially pretty sound. Right. But again, and it's, I always talk about generations. Like if you're a baby boomer, somebody like 57 years old or older, it's just built into your DNA, like a baby boomer, not a baby boomer owner, a baby boomer. So there you go. It's built (laughs) into your DNA. Yeah. Your core value is success. So whether it's your business, whether it's your relationship, whether it's a, a, a hobby that you have, there's a sense of wanting to be successful. Yeah. And you guys yeah. have a deep, you're a deep passion uh, uh, generation. So it's natural then what they don't realize is that they do. They're like, I'm going to play golf. But then there's not a, you know, they've, they've succeeded. They're like, oh, cool. Like I'm, I'm approaching a scratch golfer after a couple of years. Like, where's the meaning? Where's the passion? Where's the deep success? Where's the uh, the ability to want to handle crisis? You guys are really good at handling crisis. Right. But there's no crisis in your life anymore. You play, just play golf and hang out with your family. <laughs> so, like, there's all these things that naturally you want to do, mm-hmm. but you don't have them anymore because you don't have your business. Right. But if you plan appropriately, you'll find yeah. a whole new right. multiple passions. So, very, very, yeah. So, right. nonetheless. So yeah. let's back up for just a second. Sure. What does yeah. this arena of exit strategy and exit planning for, for the listeners, what is that? What is exit planning? Yeah, what is exit planning? So to me, uh, it's really just, it, it's, it's, I guess I describe it in two ways. One, I'd say it's simple and simple. It's just a way of life. It's the way of balancing life and business. Outside of that, more formally, mm-hmm. uh, exit planning is aligning three things that all business owners have. They have their business. They have what we were just talking about, their personal life and personal passions and ambitions. And then they likely have a personal financial strategy that kind of makes this whole thing kind of flow. So there's these three elements that are floating around. Likely, they're not all in a line. In fact, you're probably favoring your business right now, regardless of what age you are, because it's probably what you're most passionate about and it's your large, likely your largest asset. Exit planning brings all things in equal alignment and the way we make those in equal alignment is we deploy them through a methodology called the value acceleration methodology. Uh, and what that does is allows us to take these three elements and then bring them into our daily lives. So we've all heard the phrase, uh, stop working on your business or stop working in your business and work on your business. They're telling us to work more strategically and more visionary. It helps us do things like that, that not only drive better net profits, but position us for an eventual exit down the road and then incorporates all this personal financial planning and personal planning that, again, regardless of generation of owner, we're likely not doing. So, um, so yeah, to me, that's how I would describe this exit planning space and arena. It's, it's exit strategy is business strategy, folks. We're doing stuff in our business every single day that eventually affect our exit. So why not actually make it more intentional and deliberate so that when the exit comes, We make it quick, we make it uh, highly valuable, and we make it very fulfilling. So that's my my definition of back of the napkin exit plan.